Speaking of which, speaking of which, something you said in there reminded me. I had this insight, I don't know, maybe maybe two years ago, something like that, about you said you said acidic in the outside of your vagina and how how like honest they are, something like that. And I, I had this insight, you know, I, I'd struggled with partners who experienced premature ejaculation, you know, a couple minutes, maybe 10 minutes, maybe two, something like that. And then just this like, this climax and, and being like, oh God, I feel so let down. And I started looking at it and I started looking at what I was doing energetically in relation to them. And I started looking at how honest I was about whether I was not ready, whether or not I was ready to be penetrated. And I realized that, first of all, there was this neediness of like, oh, my God, if they're inside of me, then they like me, then everything's okay in my world. You're like, oh, that's an intense imprint to head into intimacy with somebody. I can see how that would sort of blow the circuits a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I also noticed that when I was really actually ready and open and available to be penetrated, premature ejaculation didn't happen. But if I pushed myself through that initial sort of like, oh, well, if I can just get him inside, then it'll be like kind of juicy in there and it'll, it'll be okay after that. It's like yeah. mm, those experiences turned into premature ejaculation. It's like the vagina's like, actually, I really don't want this fucking thing in here. Let's just squeeze it till it goes away. I know how to do that. She's just like, oh, gosh, yeah. okay. Yeah, and don't underestimate the power of your vagus nerve, you know, and, and this thing called neuroception which is always like you're so uh, you get so in tune with your partner that even just a sense that they're not quite present or somewhere else, you know, it can shut you down. And so, you know, that's one of the things that I teach if you're going to be partnering with someone who has a cervix and you're, you know, working with their cervix, it's like be really mindful. Like if you take your eyes away and you're wandering around the room or like you seem distracted they're going to shut down their nervous system. Mm. We know about, we know what's going on at an unconscious level with people, even if it's not spoken, you know, like we can sense it, especially, you know, if you're a highly individual and empath, um, it's like you can really feel what's happening at a, at a very intuitive deep level. So um, that's why sort of there are these sort of, you know, um, social engagement and, you know, eye gazing and what you're saying through your voice and the quality of your voice and the look on your face and all of these things actually matter when you're, when you're, when you're um, helping and assisting a woman to open her body is, or anybody. Mm. It's like just being really clear that like, just to let her drop, in is is to have these practices that create this safe space um for exploration absolutely absolutely you know and i think about it if if we think about women as uh or like those who have cervixes let's say um as entering this sort of trance-like space as they go into these deeper and deeper waves of pleasure and the importance of a beautiful environment, of feeling safe, of feeling emotionally safe. Having a partner looking around the room says the partner's not sure if the room is safe. 
you know, on a very animalistic level. The partner is checking to make sure there's no tigers around. That's what the body cues are sort of saying. It's like, is it okay here? Is it safe here? Oh, of course my body's, you know, the feminine body's going to sort of clamp up and close down a little bit because the, the man is signaling, you know, I don't have my full attention here. I'm double checking to make sure there's no tigers in the room or no kids coming to dock on the door or, or hear something down the, down the hall. Or you might be making up meaning like, oh, he's not that interested. He's bored. I'm not really, you know, I'm not, yeah, just I'm unwanted. He doesn't want to be here. And like all the stories around sexual adequacy come up. Yeah. And, and I think part of the journey that it's really important for me to drive this home is if you're wondering those things, you can literally just ask. I wish somebody would have told me that to me when I was like 15. It's like, if you're wondering if they're there and interested, just ask. And also say you're fun, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Or, or if you're losing connection yourself, just stop and say, Mm -hmm. Hey, I just, I've exited my body. I've just gone somewhere. Just give me a second. I just need to come back. And then you might eye gaze or you might breathe together or you might just like be in your body and hold each other. But you don't need to push through if Mm -hmm. you're disassociating, if you're leaving your body. There's so much more for you over in the Joygasmic Life membership. Become a bulletproof mom with us. Learn the tips and tricks and skills you need to recover from your postpartum mental health journey and learn the tools of joygasmic alchemy so you can have the kind of birth you've been dreaming of.